Yevamos Perktezayin Mishnah Dalit 16.4 And now we consider drowning and the possibility of not recovering the body and then allowing a woman to marry based on her husband being presumed to have drowned. So the Mishnah says, Nafalamayim, if the husband falls into the water, according to the first sheet, Bein Chiyesh Lensof, Bein Chiyesh Lensof, Ishto Asura. Says the Tanakhama, this is Reb Meir, that whether or not one can see all the edges out of which one might have emerged from the water, meaning, you know, in like a, a cave or a small pond or something, that's called, that it has yesh lehen sof, there's, an, there's a border to all the edges. Ein lehen sof means that one can't see all the edges, so if one fell into the in the ocean. It doesn't matter, says the Tanakhama, the Srib Meir, ishto asura, the wife may not remarry, because we're afraid that this husband actually is alive. He snuck out somewhere, he had secret scuba gear, he had a miracle happen to him, and he's he's snuck away, and he's uh, he survived them. We just don't know. That's Reb Meir Shita, because he is concerned about the severity of Eishas Ish, of a married woman. And you have no confirmation her husband died, he just disappeared. I'm Reb Meir, Reb Meir, who was that Shita, he bolsters his claim by saying, It once happened even in a, a large water cistern where one can see all the edges, a fellow fell in, and then three days later he came out. So you see, miracles can happen, who knows what happened there, maybe he found some you know, underwater pocket of air or something. The point is, everyone would have thought he's dead long ago, but three days later he emerged. So you see, a person could survive underwater for a long time, and therefore we have no way to know if this husband really died. Um, Rabbi Yossi, Yossi disagrees. Rabbi Yossi disagrees on a limited case. He, limit, he disagrees in the case where you could see all the boundaries of the water. We're talking about shiyesh len sof, that there's an edge. So where there is an edge, Rabbi Yossi says we can be lenient and allow the, mar- the woman to remarry because where do you suppose this fellow went? And in fact, even if some miraculous thing happened and the certain fellow that Reb Meir is referring to, did survive three days underwater. Okay, that's a miracle. If a miracle happens, so we're not going to base halacha based on that. So Reb Yossi says, Maisa Besuma, once it happened, there was a blind guy, Sheyarad Litbol Bamara, he went to Bitovel in a cave, like a mikveh immersion. The Yard Moshchol Achrav, he disappeared, so in went after him his Moshchol, the fellow who would guide him, who would lead him along, and both of them disappeared under the water and never came up. And they waited long enough to be certain that they certainly died. The Lacha will recognize this as three hours. And after three hours of searching for the bodies, they found nothing. And based on the fact that they disappeared in a cave where there's no way out, and they would have, somebody would have seen if they disappeared, and they were in there for long enough to be certain they must have drowned, that's three hours. So uh, the wives of these two men were permitted to remarry. In fact, um, that will be the halacha, like Rabbi Yossi. Um, Vishuv Maisa, he says, furthermore, another example, Ba'asya, in this place called Asya, Ba'echad she'shilishuhu liyam, there was a certain guy who they were, Michel uh, Shell, they lowered him down into the water, into the ocean, and he was like tied by his leg, so they could like, with the winch, bring him back up again, if he uh, something happens. And when they did actually drag him up by his leg, nothing but his leg was attached to the string. The rest of his body was lost, and they don't know where it was. But this is the yam. So that's a case where even it's not, there's no sof, there's no edge that you can see. 
Amr Chachamim, and the rabbi said, even in that case, if what was attached to the rope was his leg, including what's above the knee, Akuva here means knee, so the idea is um, that if it's severed above the above the knee, so then like his thigh has been cut, and um, that's called a trefa, and he couldn't survive such a thing. Therefore, tinasei, she could, his wife could remarry. Minarkuva ulamata. However, if he was just severed below the knee, then lo tinasei, she cannot remarry. Meaning, Rabbi Yossi agrees that in general, if you have a scenario where there is no sof, you can't see the edge of all of the water, like in the ocean. Therefore, if a man disappears, his wife cannot remarry. But if there is a sof, like in a in a cistern or a pond, um, she could remarry. That's the halacha. And that would even apply, let's say, for example, you had, let's say, a, a frozen river. So it's the river, you can't see a river, is in the sof. It goes on forever, so you can't see the edges. Um, but if, let's say, it's frozen, and there's just like one hole where the guy jumped in, there's no way out except through that hole. So again, now I have a dinner being that it has a sof. In any case, um, Rabbi Yossi holds like, like that with the sof, and you wait three hours, he could she could remarry, and that's the din. Without a self, she cannot remarry. And as far as this leg story, the idea is that the man becomes a trefa by losing his leg above the knee, and therefore it's a separate rule. Since we can safely assume that a trefa can't survive 12 months, since this fellow lost his leg above the knee, he's certainly going to be dead 12 months from now, and therefore she, the wife, can marry again, but only after 12 months. Because it's not a, it's not really a din in drowning, it's a din in being a trefa. Okay, so after 12 months he could be presumed dead, and she could therefore remarry. Here's a bit of a kasha. We said in the previous Mishnah that if a person had been chopped up, like I call it, to pieces, as the as the Mishnah the Mishnah calls it, that he was meguyad. Um, so he's chopped in lots of places. So there, we cannot assume he died necessarily. Maybe he survived. So the simplest answer is it depends how he's cut up. So if you if we know he was a trefa halachic trefa, and he couldn't survive because he was like, chopped above the knee. Um, I use the example in the recording of like, you know, full of, full of bullets. So again, we don't know if the bullets puncture his essential organs that makes no trefa. If we would know that, then he'd be a trefa. Then the woman could remarry again, but waiting after 12 months to make sure that, you know, ensure that the person has certainly died. Now there is one more important caveat, which is if a person is lost even at sea, and we can't see the edges, and never comes back up. So while we're saying that Midurabanan, the wife, can't remarry, really that's a chashash Midurabanan. That's rabbinic concern because of the severity of remarrying, and there are, you know, there are scenarios where a person could have engineered it to escape from his wife, whatever the story is, and still be alive. But Midurabanan, if he's lost, and they waited sufficiently long, let's call it three hours, so then Midurabanan, really she could remarry. It's just a rabbinic stricture. And that being the case, in the events, as the Shulchan Aruch brings, that a woman did in fact remarry. Let's say she thought she was allowed to remarry, but then someone brings out the point that no, he d- drowned in a her late husband drowned in a place that didn't have you know you couldn't see the edges or whatever it is, and so she shouldn't have remarried. Once she is remarried, since mid Orisa, that's acceptable. We will let her stay married. We won't force them to get divorced. Um, so that'll be also that's brought on the halacha and the Shulchan Aruch.